We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 1019 FM. The Fan. WFAN. It's been a minute. It's Trista Crick back on The Fan. Yes, sir. We are here all the way up until 10 p.m. The number 877-337-6666. So the last time I was on the air, which was in September, by the way, I like to take a hiatus during NFL season because I need some semblance of a life. Uh, the, The first thing that I said that show was that it was a beautiful day in New York City, a perfect day. The weather was perfect. And it was a perfect day unless you were a Yankees fan or a Knicks fan and in maybe a few weeks a Jets and Giants fan and also whoever you are if you're a Nets fan. And boy, oh boy, have things changed in six months. So I was thinking about this uh, on my Uber ride over and I actually think this might be the best era for New York sports, period. And in fact, sports top to bottom, not just a couple good teams in the mix, one team dominating, the rest up and coming. No, no. This is the golden era, the golden age of New York sports. We are probably living, I believe, through the best time in history to be a New York sports fan. Like I said, of course, the Yankees were dominant in the 1950s and the 1990s. I'm talking about top to bottom, all nine teams like slated to be in the playoffs this year. When is the last time that this has happened? When is the last time that every single team in New York or in the tri-state area has created this much buzz? I am so excited to figure out what's going on with the Jets, as we all are, right? Every major sports team, all of them, has a reason to be excited. And that is, that's not just a New York excitement thing. That should be exciting to all sports fans. This is probably the best top-to-bottom sports town in history for even even Boston. It rivals Boston. And let's face that. New York has been, let's be honest, ice cold this century. The last championship was the 2020, uh, 2012 Giants. Three championships overall including the Yankees, while Boston has won, in every major sport, 12 titles in all in this century. Man, the times are changing. I am so excited. You could make a legitimate argument New York will win championships in all four sports in the next four years. I think, as bad as the Knicks look tonight with Julius Randle, I think the Knicks are a year away from maybe winning the East. The Giants go to the playoffs when they are expected to win four games. They didn't just make the playoffs. They won a playoff game against the two seed on the road. And say what you want to say about the the Vikings being some sort of paper tiger, but that was a very impressive win. They held Justin Jefferson in that second half to just nothing. And this was with players like Richie James, Isaiah Hodgins, Daniel Bellinger as the primary options. So the Giants are exciting. 
Brian Dable told everyone that they were going to compete, and they did. Every single week they competed. They were slept on. People didn't believe in them. They didn't believe in a roster with no weapons. But you know what? This team is on the rise. They give Danny Dimes his money. Brian Dable and Joe Shane come out and say he is the guy. Very competent talent evaluators. I may not love Daniel Jones, but you know what? The truth is, it doesn't matter what I like. It doesn't matter what you as fans like. If we have competent people around us to say, no, 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 he is the guy that you want to pay. I wish I had anybody in my life that believed in me to pay me $40 million a year. And then the Jets, we know that we've got so much buzz that you have Jets players going on Twitch, burning cheese heads, talking about players coming here because of Aaron Rodgers. He might be coming to town. Even if he doesn't come to town, just the fact that Aaron Rodgers was interested in the New York Jets. We'll talk about more of Aaron Rodgers in a bit because, of course, that's the number one trending story. But but this is not broke-ass Brett Favre Aaron Rodgers. Right? This is a guy who won an MVP two years ago. He he can throw the ball and he keeps everything in his pants. He is a game changer. Just the rumor that Aaron Rodgers could be a Jet propelled the Jets to be the number one bet to win the Super Bowl this year. So, not to mention that the Jets and Giants are both ahead of schedule right now. The Yankees, they bring back the reigning MVP coming off of a historic season and Aaron Judge. No contract drama this time. And as much as we like to think that everything that was going on with Aaron Judge didn't have any impact on him, at least we know that's all gone. Garrett Cole is the rarest things in baseball right now. Right? He's the number one starter who is also healthy. The Yankees make it through the end of last season without mortgaging the farm. Right, The Mets, coming off of a 100-win season, they still have Steve Cohen, who was begging for reasons to spend a third of a billion dollars uh, on Carlos Correa until 13 doctors had to say, no, that's not a good idea. No, nope, I'll go to someone else. Nope, not a good idea. They're like, no, you are crazy. Do not pay Carlos Correa $315 million. They lose three starting pitchers and replace them with three arguably better starting pitchers. They lose DeGrom, Walker, and Bassett, replace them with Justin Verlander, Kodai Senga, and Jose Quintana. And then you also get Tommy Fan and Omar Narvaez. What was the cost? Oh, just half a billion dollars. Just having one of those owners that's willing to spend is something for every Mets fan to be excited about. And he's still got that third of a billion dollars in his pocket, by the way, burning a hole in it. That money will be spent, probably on Shohei Otani. Probably. They're the leaders in the clubhouse to win the NL East. Brett Beatty looks incredible. Ronnie Mauricio looks interesting. Starling Marte is healthy again. You've got the Rangers. Okay. How, how were they? Explain to me how they were able to get Patrick Kane without giving up any of the young guns. And Tarasenko. They have 81 points. Even though the East is loaded, this team could cause some serious problems. They have the third best record if they were. They would have the third best record if they were in the Western Conference. The Islanders are looking really good. They end up getting Bo, Bo Har- Horvat. Immediately signed an eight-year extension. They're hanging steady in the wild card picture. They could cause some damage. The New Jersey Devils, they're supposedly one of the most dangerous teams in the NHL. They pick up the best player available at the trade deadline in Timo Meyer, who immediately joined Jack Hughes and Jesper Bratt in what I think is now the best line of all of, in all of hockey. They also add veteran Curtis Lazar, who's tough as nails. This team now has, has been as high as plus 800 to win it all. Third best overall. All three teams stacked in the Metropolitan. 
all in the playoffs, all in neck and neck with one another. Man, the future is bright for New York hockey. And then we even talk about my favorite sport, hoops. I know the Knicks don't look good right now. I know. But Jalen Brunson's coming soon. The Knicks, I think, might be the most fun we've seen since Carmelo. No, probably since Linsanity. Because even with Carmelo, there were some times where it looked rough. This team's young. This team's scrappy. They play defense. Man, even if they're down, they stage comebacks. Jalen Brunson is everything that you thought he was going to be and more. Emmanuel quickly is now the favorite to win six man of the year. What do you have, 39 the other night? Randall, outside of tonight, has been really, really good. Kind of Randall with Jalen Brunson where he won most improved, right? I I bet you that the New York Knicks are a destination for a star next year, this offseason. I bet you they are a wing away from winning the East. Tom Thibodeau finally looks like he's off the hot seat. And then the Brooklyn Nets. I can't believe that I'm saying this about the Brooklyn Nets, but they might be more exciting after trading Kevin Durant and Kyrie than they were when they had him. They cleaned all the drama out, and now they have two of the most high-character, elite young wings in the league in Mikhail Bridges and Cam Johnson. They have three first-rounders this year in 2023. If they hit good, hit big in the draft, this team's going to have cap space to add a star around Bridges, and man, are they fun. And they're, what, a half game back of the Knicks, and after the Knicks lose against the Clippers tonight, what's going to be then? Everyone thought that the Nets would slide down the standings, but they are hanging tough. And we cannot... Forget to mention, because we don't talk a ton of college basketball on this program, but Rick freaking Patino is now supposedly interested in taking over St. John's basketball. Boy, oh boy. One of the best recruiters in the history of the game. All he does is win. He's 63-21 and in Iona. This would probably be the biggest thing in St. John's hoops since Chris Mullins. Can you imagine Rick Pitino at St. John's in the NIL era? You now make St. John's a destination. I think this is the best New York will ever have it in sports, period. But I think that this is the best any city will ever have it, top to bottom. If you are not excited about New York sports, you do not have a pulse. Nine, like I said, nine of the nine professional teams in this area are slated to all go to the playoffs. Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. Who is the most exciting of these mentioned? Who is the least exciting of these bunch? Who is the team that you think wins a championship first? I'm probably least excited about the Yankees, but that's just because it's par for the course for me. The one thing that's going to happen with them that we know is the Astros. We're not here to be negative. We're here to spread positivity, but I'd like to hear from you. 877-337-6666. It is incredible to be back on the air. I am so excited. The weather is cold. The weather is crisp. Let's take your calls. Let's see what you're thinking about. Let's talk a little Aaron Rodgers. Mike out in East Meadow, you are on the fan. What's happening? Hey, what's up? Uh, Enjoy the show. Um... With Aaron Rodgers, the, the R word is very prevalent retirement. I, I did 34 years as a police officer in New York City, and I've seen hundreds and hundreds of guys retire for all sorts of reasons. They, they reach a, an, an age. They reach um, a, a milestone goal financially. And what, ha- what I've seen with, with on the job and then also with my friends and relatives, stuff like that, the first place you retire is in your mind, okay? And once that, that thought gets in your head, 
there, there's a little bit distant distance between like your performance and your energy and in kind of going through the motions. So in a, in a high pressure sport like football, once a guy like Aaron Jones gets that R word in his mind, the, uh, the air goes out of the ball ever so slightly. And, and once that thought is there, it's, it's super, and I know he's a motivated guy and all that other stuff, but I think it would be nearly impossible for anybody in the high pressure world of an NFL quarterback. Once they have that gap to get it back and they just become going through the motions. So I would, I, I wish they went with Carr, but Rogers just scares me for that one phenomenon that, you know, the first place you retire is in your head and it's tough to get the mojo back. Do you think, Mike, that he's actually thinking about retirement, or do you think he's playing games with the Green Bay Packers? Um, it's probably, you know, a little bit of both, because we know he's got a, an odd personality. But, like, my personal experience, especially on the job, when, when, when people, you know, make make that little that little twitch in their mind about retiring, um, it could be he's trying to mess with them, but, you know, the, the world of an NFL quarterback, once you take a couple of PSI out of the ball, I don't think he's going to have it in him. He did too many built-in excuses. I never should have done it. I, if things go a little bit south, um, you know, it just, my experience is, is that it's hard to recapture that full gung-ho magic that, that makes people, you know, work and strive. And once they're near the end, they're near the end, you know? Yeah, that's a great point. But for you, as a fan, do you still want him? Do you still want the excitement of his upside and his – I know you said you, you would prefer Derek Carr, but knowing that this is probably the only possibility now for you to have a quarterback of any high caliber, are you bringing yourself to excitement or are you sort of in the trepidation phase? Uh, there is no trepidation phase for me because uh, all you know, th- there's no alternative now. Yeah. You have to you have to buy in. Yeah. No, it's a great point. Thanks, Mike, for your call. Yeah, I mean, you have to be all in on Aaron Rodgers because why? Because there is nothing else. <laughs> there is nobody else. It is you and it is Aaron Rodgers. You guys are in the in the same boat together if he decides. And if you if he does not decide to, to come here, then it is it is the Zach Wilson show. It is the Carson Wentz experiment. It is the Mike Effing White uh, whimsy. It is whatever you want to say. It is the Jimmy G in the Meadowlands. That's what we're talking about here. So for me, even if it's a disaster, which it could be for the drama, I mean, it could be, right? We all know that Aaron Rodgers is a different dude. The question is, and we'll talk about this maybe later in the show, is like, when did he jump the shark? When did Aaron Rodgers go full weirdo? Because he's a weirdo. He is right now. We know that. That's the case. But Aaron Rodgers still is plenty talented. He's 39. And I watched him a ton last year. Most of the play was not really about his physical attributes. He had young receivers who really just couldn't, play they couldn't either get separation they didn't know where they needed to be the communication wasn't there with them he was pretty much under fire from a weak offensive line for the first time in a decade David Bakhtiari wasn't there that was his staple guy that was the anchor on the O-line and it's a lot of pressure people underestimate how much pressure having 
bad receivers puts on a quarterback. It they and listen, outside of Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers never really had a fully complete wide receiver core in his life. That was kind of the whole knock, which is why he was so mad that they drafted Jordan Love instead of, I don't know, Justin Jefferson, right? He can't he can't trust these receivers. He had to rely on Christian Watson and Alan Lazard and guys that guys that he couldn't trust really, right? So he held on to the ball longer. Things got difficult. And if you think about, say, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what they did, and Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers has a lot of the same similarities as as Tom Brady in this respect. Is Tom Brady thought about retiring, and then what did he do? He went to Tampa, and he was supposedly washed at forty three. He goes to a Bucks team with a bunch of receivers on it, and you know what? In the first year, they win a freaking Super Bowl. It come on now. Let's go to Mike out in Edison before we hit this break. What's up, Mike? You're on the fan. Hey, what's happening? You know. <laughs> I don't. I'm not a Jets fan, but I've been listening to the show for you know several weeks. What is wrong with these Jets fans saying they want Derek Carr instead of Aaron Rodgers? What are we talking about here? I don't know. What are we talking about? Did they That's watch like, Derek Carr throw all those picks last year? I mean, Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game. You're going to get him for two years and a shot at the Super Bowl. I mean, you should be thrilled. It's facts. I, I think the, Mike, I think that the, the reluctance is that probably is coinciding with the Jets' long history of misfortune. And that if Aaron Rodgers wants to come to this team, it's because only bad things will happen to us. And we don't deserve nice things. And if he comes here, it's going to be like it was with Favre. Well, I understand that because I'm a Bengals fan but my whole okay. life. But, I mean... We're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Take a deep breath, get Aaron Rodgers, and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. The guys, the, the guys, all world. Listen, I love your show. Keep doing what you do, and have a great night. You too, Mike. Have a great night. I mean, Derek Carr. We can't say is even in the same universe as Aaron Rodgers. I know that you don't want to be left at the altar and have no backup plan, but that's what it takes. That's what love is. You can't have a girl on the back burner and be headed to your wedding and say, well, if she leaves me at the altar, I still have Sandy over here. And let's be real, Derek Carr knew he was Sandy. And he was like, I'm not really trying to be anybody's plan B. I got to go. I'm going to the Saints. Don't want to deal with this. Derek Carr is a, is a fine quarterback. He had legit receivers. Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro. Josh Jacobs was playing the best football of his entire life. PFF ranked the Raiders O-line as 10th in the NFL. And you know what? They benched him in week 13. So what are we doing here, folks? If you don't want Aaron Rodgers here, I don't really know what to say. I really don't know what to say. We got to hit this break. So many great callers. We'll get to you on the other side of it. We'll talk Aaron Rodgers. We'll talk whatever you guys want in terms of what's the most exciting. We can even talk Yankees hate if you want because I know that's what uh, you guys brand me for. Uh, Connor, I'm so happy to be back. I'm so happy to have you back in my life. Trista Crick here, 877-337-6666. Let's spread some positivity on a Saturday. We'll be back right after this. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. 
Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.